Good morning, and welcome to the, good morning. Welcome to the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. Glad you're here, and happy Memorial Day weekend. Got a couple announcements for us. One of them is that today, 3.30, we've been invited to join Casa del Alferrera in a celebration. They got some barbecue going, they got some games going, and it's going to be fun. So I'll be back here at 3.30, hope you can join us. Um, Next week is Pentecost. There's actually a lot happening next week. Um, And don't forget to wear red. We're going to have three people join the church. One of them is going to get baptized. So that uh, coming to faith, what's the name of that thing? Profession of faith. There it is. Profession of faith. And then we have a reaffirmation of faith. And we have a letter of transfer. So all three of them on this, uh, the church's birthday, which happens next week. I've seen some signs around here. There might be some trouble getting here. Uh, there's fries and fish fries and stuff, and I don't know. I've just noticed some signs around here. Look into, is it going to be easy for me to get to church, or is it going to be more difficult? And uh, plan accordingly to drive. Hopefully you're here. Um, anything else? No, and also afterward, after the service next week, we got the cornhole tournament, and I think I'm pretty good, so hopefully, whatever the prize is, I'm hoping to win it. Uh, yeah. Calm myself. Please stand, and I'll call us to worship using Psalm 97, verses 10 through 12, and I read them out of the Passion Translation. Listen. You lovers of God, hate evil. For God can keep you from wrong and protect you from the power of wickedness. For he sows seeds of light with his devoted lovers. And seeds of joy burst forth for the lovers of God. So be glad and and continue to give him thanks. For God's holiness is seen in everything he does. Let's worship the Lord.
Okay, so who wants to help me by holding the microphone? All right, Carter, come on. Nice. So I'm going to have you stand like on this side and hold it right there. Okay, so Carter's going to help me. Okay, so you're going to have to hold it out like this so I can talk into it. Your my mic stand. You good? Okay. Okay, so we're going to talk about the family of God really fast. Um, so as you can see, I said that I was going to be wearing my unashamed VBS um, uh, advertisement every day. But this actually shows part of a family that I'm in. I am in the VBS family because I've done VBS here for as long as the hills have been here. So anyway, um, I'm part of a VBS family. And so I'm, I wear this sometimes to show that I'm part of a VBS family. So that's part of the family I'm with. And then another family that I'm with is I'm an American. And so this weekend, what's this weekend? So Memorial Day this weekend. You know what? Hey, Carter. You're good here, but stand like this because I feel like we're breaking pocket. Okay, perfect. Okay, so Memorial Day weekend, we show that we are uh, Americans, that we're proud of our country, and that we understand the sacrifice that many people made the ultimate sacrifice so that I could live free in this country and worship the way that I want to worship in this country. So I'm wearing this for Memorial Day. So that's another part of a family that I'm in. So that's another layer of family that I have. Okay, so then another family that I thought that I'm in, and this is a newer family for me, is that I'm part of a running community now because my husband and I just did the Orange County Half Marathon. So I've got my shirt right here that says that we just did the Half Marathon. And unlike a real marathoner that goes the whole way, Half marathoners are only half crazy. So I'm part of the half crazy family. But this is part of my family too, right? Because like now I'm, I'm a runner. All right? That's not the only other family I'm part of. I'm also part of the El Moro family. This is a school that I work with. And this last week, um, we actually, being part of this family, we were super sad this last week because our principal just passed away unexpectedly, Tuesday night. Um, And so when we got to school on Wednesday, everybody got the news at the same time, and it was horrible. Um, But the good thing about it was that we're a very close family at Laguna Beach and at El Moro because it's a small community. And we all lifted each other up. We were all there for each other. We all are mourning together. But this is another family that I'm part of. If you guys think of this throughout the week, you could pray for his family. He was going to retire. This was going to be his last. So in two and a half weeks, he and his wife were looking forward to traveling. And it was horrible. But it's been a great family to be a part of because they're wonderful people. Also, I'm an angel fan, and I've been part of the angel family for a long time, and so I had to wear my angel stuff because i got to represent the angels. God forbid it's a Dodger shirt. All right? (laughs) Also, I'm part of the McPherson family, and right now at the Orange County Fairgrounds, they are doing a a whole huge games, 
and uh, bagpipe music and everything for if you're Scottish heritage. And so I am Scottish heritage, and this is my McPherson. Uh, oh, wait, I've got one more to go. i got the crossing. So I'm also part of the crossing. See, I've got so many families. I'm part of the crossing family, too, not just here at PCC, but Scotty and I do a lot of work over at the crossing, too. So, you know, church family is more than just one church. It's all over church. If you're Jesus Church, which we are. Okay, now I'm McPherson. This is my McPherson shirt, and at the Scottish Games that are being held, I've got my, see, this is my family crest. It's a pretty cool one. And this is my McPherson tartan. So, like, if you were into this stuff, you would understand that this kilt and this tartan, like, this is my family. This is our design. So everybody has their own design, and they have their own colors and what that is. So, like, when you're walking through and everybody's got their kilt on, you can be like, oh, that's a McGregor. Oh, that's a whoever. That's a whoever. And you know who they are. So you're representing just by this. I don't even need the shirt to say who I am. People know. Okay? So, but the most important family, deep down underneath all this, and I won't take off the last thing. I'll spare you. (laughs) Thank you, Carter. I will spare you, but... I wear a cross all the time, or I wear something that's like the Holy Spirit, or a cross, or a different cross. And I have this cross on because it's a Celtic knot, which is also part of my Scottish heritage, which means it keeps going on and on and on forever. It never ends. There's no end to it. It just keeps going. That's what a Celtic knot is. But this is a so this is the biggest family that I'm part of, and the most important family I'm part of, underneath all the other layers of family, underneath any other family we could join, this is the most important family, even more important family than this. Although I'm very thankful that I was born into my family and that I learned about Jesus when I was very small. But this is the most important family, and we need to remember that we are sons and daughters of the Most High. That's pretty cool, right? Like, you know, sons and daughters are the most high. We're part of a royal priesthood, so we're royalty. So when you're walking around, you can hold your head high because we're part of royalty, right? So that's our most important family. So I just thought I'd talk about family this weekend because it seemed um, appropriate. Okay, so you guys, you want to pray with me? Dear Lord, I thank you so much that you've given us community. And I know these last few years has been really hard because we haven't had community so much the way you designed things because everybody was being careful of everybody else they loved. But now that we're kind of getting back together a little bit and we still need to be careful about that, but Lord, I thank you for community. I thank you that we can have so many different families and love people in so many different areas and places and be a part of good things in so many ways, but that the most important family that we could ever, ever, ever be in is your family in a heavenly kingdom that never ends, that we can be sons and daughters, princes and princesses in the most important royal family ever in all eternity. And I thank you that this is a gift. It's not something we can earn. It's not something that we we get because we do something. The only thing we need to do is surrender to you. And we have it. How wonderful is that? I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be able to 
be a part of this church family and VBS family and all the other families that, that I'm a part of. I thank you, Lord. It's a gift. So I thank you, Lord. Be with us this week. Um, be with Mr. Duddy's family. Be with the rest of us this week, this coming week. Help us to remember um, that our family is super, super important. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. And all of God's children said, amen. Uh, If you guys want to stay in for music, let's stay in for music, and then we can go up if you want to wait for music. Okay? Oh, glorious day, oh, glorious day. 
Scripture tells us all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Yet we are justified by the gift of God's grace through the redemption that is ours in Christ Jesus. Trusting in God's mercy, let us confess our sin. O Lord our God, you call us to work for a world where all will be fed and have dignity, but we find ourselves distracted by our own desires. You call us to seek justice and peace, but we are satisfied with injustice and discord. You call us to bring liberty to the oppressed, but we do not insist on freedom for all. Forgive us, O Lord. Turn us to your will by the power of your Spirit, so that all may know your justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. Hear the good news of God's promise. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Thanks be to God.
wish I had a thousand voices, right? Um, this is the last in a series, Red Letter May, and we're studying the words of Jesus in the Gospel of John. And a couple things to remind you. John, one of Jesus' best friends, older when he wrote this text, so it's, it's got a wisdom about it that's different than this, the synoptics, the other Gospels. Um, and we... Uh, we found out about that shooting stuff in Texas um, on Tuesday, and we had planned more visioning. Our, 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 our session, our leadership is going through the visioning process, coming up with a mission statement, values, a strategy, mission measures, and then ultimately we're going to come up with a vision, like pathway to go through, um, go towards for the next five, five years or so. And uh, when I was in San Antonio, Texas, I would go through that town. And we would stop at the Dairy Queen there sometimes, and sometimes the Burger King. And on our way to Acuna, Mexico, we had a mission partner in Acuna, Mexico. Um, and we, so we scrapped the visioning and just cried together as a leadership team. And then... Um, Wednesday morning, I met with the, the daytimers, and uh, I was honest with them. I said, normally I look forward to Thursdays, and my Thursdays is my sermon prep day, and I was dreading it. I was like, I don't, I'm empty. What do I, what do I, what do I do when I'm empty, God? Like, my sails are empty. Um, and then... As the Holy Spirit does, um, she lined up the text for the day. And it's absolutely perfect and it's stunning. And uh, I'll read it to us or read it for us. And it's the end of Jesus' discords. Uh, actually, his farewell discourses. And. Enough said by me, I'll read a little, and then. uh... I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me, And I am in you. May they also be in us. So that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them. So that they may be one. As we are one. I in them. And you in me. That they may be complete become completely one so that the world may know that you have sent me and loved me and and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me 
may be with me where I am to see my glory, which you have given me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these that know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. This is the word of the Lord. First, um, I agree with a lot of fellow brothers and sisters. Um, this text should be called the Lord's Prayer. The, the Lord's, what we say at the end of every service should probably be called the disciples' prayer because the disciples are asking, hey, how do we pray? And he teaches them that prayer. This is the Lord Jesus Christ right before he's betrayed and goes to the cross praying for you and I. Our Lord prays for us. What does he pray? Have you ever been someplace where you wish someone could see what you're seeing? Experience what you're experiencing. Right? Have you? Put that in your mind. Actually, what are some of those times? Grand Canyon. That's actually the first thing that popped into my head, too. I wish everyone could just be right here and see the enormity, right? I felt like we were going through and we had scheduled for like a two-hour thing. And I was like, such a mistake, Jay. We should be here for two weeks and just stare at this. I think that would heal so many of wounds in my soul. Just look at that. That's a Yeah. Anyone else? Yosemite. The Great Lakes, the Crater Lake. Ooh, that's beautiful. The Redwoods. That's all like natural, too. That's, I like this. I like these beautiful. When Malia and I were dating, I stole this idea from my, uh, my roommate when I was at, at Biola. Um, we wrote each other's journals. That actually was the beginning. I was never a journal writer until... My roommate said, hey, I'm writing this journal for my girlfriend, and eventually she's going to probably be my wife. Um, and they were, you know, living in different places. It was a long distance. We, we started dating. She had to finish up at Cal, and I was working over at St. Andrews. And so I bought us two nice-looking journals. Remember that leather shop that used to be at South Coast Plaza? I bought her these really nice journals. And so I would write in my journal, and... She would write in hers, and then whenever I drove up or she came down for any holiday or anything, we would switch, and we'd read what each other read, uh, wrote and keep writing. You know, So we have four of these things. Um, and I was looking back at them, 
And the most often thing written was, man, I wish you were there. You know? Jesus in this text says this. He says, I, I wish my followers saw what I was seeing. And what's he seeing? He's seeing his relationship with his Father and with the Holy Spirit. The triune God. Jesus is sitting in the middle of himself as the community, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, saying, I wish they got this. And then he repeats something over and over. What's his prayer request? That they may be one as we are one. It's like he's repeating. It's like it's on repeat. It's like, wake up, dummies. <laughs> you know, like, no, seriously, unite. 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 That's it. He repeats it over and over. He says, that they may be one, that they may be one. Why? Because it's majestic. It's beautiful. It's love. What Terry was talking about, right? Family. I was kidding with Moya. I'm wearing a cow shirt underneath this. And I'm part, uh, you know, my, one of my family, loose, I'm, I graduated from Biola. We have no sports or anything. So, I, yay Bible. That's it. Uh, so I root for cow teams, and we lose consistently. Sorry about that, people. But I have a cow shirt underneath. I'm a part family. But first and foremost, like Terry was saying during the children's message, she's laying the groundwork for my message or this message. We are family. We're kin. You go down, I go down. You're sad, I'm sad. I'm full of joy, you get lifted up a little bit. That's that old three-fold cord kent is not easily broken that the wise one wrote back in the day. Also, everybody's heard that illustration of horses. You probably heard the illustration because she's a horse lady. She's not technically a horse lady, not half human, half horse, but she's really into horses. One horse can pull 8,000 pounds. With that, with that logic, how much do two horses pull? It should be 16. But in actuality, it's 24,000. Two horses pulling together, it goes up exponentially. That's us. We need to take this baby out for a spin and see how much stuff we can pull, right? But he doesn't just want us to be horses pulling something in, in the same direction. What else does he pray for? He puts his finger straight on the problem that we're dealing with this week. He says there's evil. It's real. There's people that don't know me. 
And when they don't know me, they don't know what they were made for. They don't know what love's about. They don't know which end is up. They're living in darkness. And they're killing little kids. You know? He says, we need to be one. Because the darkness, it'll win otherwise. I learned a really interesting idea. I was at that uh, service for healing and wholeness last Sunday that they were holding for that Geneva press incident. Um, And I learned... Augustine's, or Augustine, depending on how you pronounce it, um, his answer to the theodicy question. The theodicy question is how can a good God allow for there to be evil? How could a good God just sit back and watch stuff like what happened in Texas happen? Augustine says, because of free will, evil exists. But the good news is, evil isn't a thing. Evil is the absence of goodness, God, virtue, love. Just like darkness is not the opposite of light, it's the absence of it. Evil is not the opposite of good, it's the absence of good. So Jesus, it's like the the question has has been asked of the Father. What are you going to do about this evil? And Jesus' answer comes right at the end of that text. I'm going to fill it with love. I'm going to fill it with the cross. And so Jesus' prayer for us is first realize he prays for us. The Lord Jesus the Christ prays for you, Tim. Sit in that for a second. Francine, Jesus Christ prays for you. Unity is of the highest priority. And evil, like Martin Luther King Jr. said, you can't fight darkness with more darkness. You can't fight evil with more evil. We fight evil with realizing 
who we are. We fight evil by going back to the cross. And like we just saying, realizing he's the good, good father. That's who he is. And I am loved by him. That's who I am. We're going to continue in worship. And we're going to call for the offering. I'm going to call for the offering in a second. And the session also voted, we're not going to pass the plates. And we're not going to pass the communion plates. Uh, the plates will be in the back for the time being. We're just putting it on pause because there was a little too much nervousness. And we always lean on the side of love, right? So um, if you have offering, leave it on the plate and your way out. If you're on the podcast, listening on the podcast, thank you for listening. Send it to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, P.O. Box 2128, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. But it was interesting because as I was coming in today, you can, you're gonna, I never noticed you're Joe Cocker. Does <laughs> anybody know who that is? Yeah. Yeah, when he stands up, you know, or Jerry Lee Lewis, you know, like I didn't know he was standing right there. I didn't realize that. Uh, I came in here and I was going to say, "Hey, Danny, would you would you uh, would you lead in the song uh, Amazing Grace?" You know, like I'm I, I'm loved, I'm accepted, or something like that. Um, and he's and I, he was practicing the song. He had already been. He was going to do it as an offering. We're going to move it forward. Listen to these lyrics. Because this is how you fight evil. This is, a, this, is, this is how we camp out. And we not only are on the defensive, because we realize we're loved by the Savior. Ultimately, we're loved by the Father who gave us His one and only Son in our place. That's an enormous amount of love. I remember my little brother, he's 17 years younger, he just turned 31. I remember when he was a little kid, I would always say, how much do you love me? When he was a little kid, he'd go, I love you this much. I love you this much. And every single time, because I'm huge, you know, I'd go, I love you this much. I love you way more. Back when I was a youth pastor, I had a kid in my youth group. She would win every rock, paper, scissors match with rock, paper, Jesus. They go rock, paper, and she go, Jesus, that wins. Jesus outloves everything, outloves everybody. You know, remember this cross is built because it's got this shape. It wants to hold you, it wants to hug you. That's this Sunday, that's right now. That's, that's for when this evil is it's coming at us. It says in Galatians, it's gonna, there's flaming arrows. And they're coming straight for your face. And this is how we fight our battles. This is how we fight them. We fight our battles not by picking up a sword, but we fight them by realizing I'm absolutely adored by God and I'm forgiven. I need to forgive and fill those dark, dark corners with the light that I've been given. So if you know the lyrics, sing with them.
I'm forgiven because you were forsaken. I'm accepted. You were
in all I do. When we can't pray, the Spirit is at work in us, interceding to God with sighs too deep for words. Romans 8.26. Please pray with me. Holy and merciful God, we are sad this week. Our hearts are broken again. Too much violence. Too much fear. Too much grief. We cry with the families that lost children and loved ones in Uvalde on Tuesday. And we ask, Lord, when is enough enough? After witnessing shootings in schools, grocery stores, churches, places of worship, movie theaters, concerts, Christmas parties, places of employment, we're weary and we're scared. We're frustrated and we feel helpless. What can we do? We pray, O Lord, that you would show us the way. Show us how each one of us can be a part of your plan. Show us that no matter what evil perpetrates in this world, that love is our only response. Jesus taught us that if someone strikes us on the right cheek, turn to them the other. And if someone wants to sue us and take our tunic, let them have our cloak as well. Your ways are not the ways of this world, O God. And as Jesus' disciples, you demonstrate for us to show love to the world, not hate. 
When Jesus was on the cross, he prayed to you, Father, forgive those who beat and crucified him. He chose love, and you ask us to do the same. Father, show each one of us where we may be harboring indifference or hate, and mold each one of us, we pray, into warriors of love, worthy to be called your disciples. Almighty God, we continue to lift up our prayers for the country of Ukraine and its citizens. Have mercy on them. Protect them. Provide for their basic needs. And thwart the plans of the aggressor, we pray in the name of Jesus. May those who are left behind to fight and defend know that you are with them, protecting them with your righteous right hand. Lord, we pray, too, for the thousands on the East Coast experiencing harsh weather. Keep all in the storm's path safe and warm. Prompt neighbor to help neighbor. Thank you for all of the first responders that put themselves in harm's way to protect. Bless, may you bless each one of them. Father, on this Memorial Day weekend, we thank you, God, for all of the men and women serving in uniform and who have served us in uniform. We pray for your protection over each one and their families. Thank you, Lord, for their service. Gracious God, we pray for those in our midst that need a fresh touch from your Holy Spirit today. For those who are tired, we pray Give them strength, O God. For those who are lonely, we pray for your companionship. For those who are grieving, we pray for your divine comfort. For those who are struggling to make ends meet, we pray for your provision and abundance. For those who are struggling with addiction or depression, we bind the enemy in the name of Jesus and pray for your freedom for those in bondage. For those who are ill, waiting for surgery, going through treatments, looking for a diagnosis, we pray for a fresh healing touch from your Holy Spirit. We pray for your healing for Kay Deer and Dick Clark and those who we quietly name in our heart. Lord, be their refuge and their strength, a very present help in times of trouble. And as we continue worshiping, unite us with believers everywhere, praying the way you taught your disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we continue to worship, please stand for the sending hymn.
remember in premarital counseling, I remember there was a guy named Mark McCormick. He was walking us through it. And he said, you as a couple, when you're hit with trials and tribulations, when you're hit with suffering, when you're hit with pain, when you're hit with evil, whatever, whenever, when you hit stuff, you got a choice every single time that happens. You can either let what's hitting you divide you or you can choose to let it unite you. And I want to end with that, an extra, like here's the bonus application. All this fury the devil would want nothing more than to scatter us. And that's just not us, this local outpost, but this is the church, capital C. I challenge us, brothers and sisters, let's let us, let's allow the Spirit to use these tragic, dark corners to unite us. It's like on Tuesday, our session, huddle around tables and weep together. Let's unleash your fury verbally (laughs) amongst the folks in this room and allow the Spirit to speak through, through one another into these these crevices in, that, that are in each of us. And may we all bring each other back to the truth that it's about this. It's about loving our enemies as the Heavenly Father has loved you. And once you are perfect, you pick up the first stone and start throwing it at the injustice. The answer, when is that going to happen? Never. Right? Sorry, it's another sermon. I'll get out of here before. Make sure you come back next week. Pentecost is going to be crazy good. We're red. And let's celebrate the birthday of the church as the Spirit descends on the people of God and changes us forever. But for now, receive this benediction. May God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds today, this week, this month, this year, and forevermore. May it be so. Amen.